everybody. Welcome to the episode. Before we get started, what's funny is we actually mentioned Bob Iger and Bob Chapek in this episode. And the day that this is released, Disney announced that Bob Iger will step down immediately as CEO of the Walt Disney Company. He will stay on for two more years to work on the creative side of the company. But as CEO, he has stepped down. His replacement, Bob Chapek, the president of Walt Disney uh, Parks, Resorts, and Experiences. He is now the CEO of Disney, so maybe in the future episode we'll talk about what that could possibly mean, who will now take over the Disney parks, but anyways, we mentioned it in this episode, it's kind of ironic, but Bob Iger, no longer the CEO of Disney, but he is still in a leadership role over the creative side of the company for two more years, and Bob Chapek from the Disney parks is now the Walt Disney Company CEO. Also, they did announce Spaceship Earth the last day to ride Spaceship Earth is May 25th because on May 26th, the reimagining begins of Spaceship Earth. So more construction coming for Epcot. So if you have a chance to ride Spaceship Earth the way it is, the last day you can do that is May 25th. So May 26th starts the reimagining of Spaceship Earth. Anyways, enjoy the episode and maybe we'll talk about some of this stuff in the future. Welcome back to The Magical Mouse. We are a Disney Parks podcast that focuses mainly on the Walt Disney World Resort here in Orlando, Florida. This week, we are actually taking a break from going to the parks and we're doing a discussion episode. We're going to be talking about a fifth park. Is it finally time for Disney World to have a fifth park? With crowds rising every single day in 2020, the question is, how do you fix an overcrowding problem at the Walt Disney World Resort? Join me, Kate, Abe, and Whitney around the table as we discuss what Disney could do to help the crowds that are rising at Walt Disney World. But first, make sure you're following us all over social media. We are on Facebook. Just search The Magical Mouse. We're on Twitter, at Magical Mouse Pod. We are on Instagram, Magical Mouse Podcast. The best place to go to figure out everything we have going on with the show is our website, MagicalMousePodcast.com. From there, you can see links to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of our social media feeds, and more importantly, YouTube. On YouTube this week, check out just a minute-long video of the Jammeters at Epcot as we were there having breakfast at Garden Grill, and a session from the Jammeters broke out. One of my favorite parts of Epcot is the Jammeters, so check out their performance about a minute long on our YouTube channel. But like I said earlier, this week is all about a fifth park. Is it time? Plus, we dive a little bit deeper into some of our favorites that we discussed on episode one, but this week on Main Street is all about the fifth park. So sit down, relax, get your feedback ready. We want to hear from you. Here's a discussion about the rising crowds at the Walt Disney World Resort and our solution to fix the overcrowding problem.
for this week on Main Street. It's is a ch- this is a chance for us, a rare chance this year in 2020, to just have a discussion segment. For the next couple of weeks to months, really, things are going to start rolling fast and furious, uh, and we are going to be doing a lot of experience-based episodes. But before we get to March and April and May, where there's a lot of fun stuff happening, we have a chance to take a deep breath and just discuss like we haven't done since really our first episode. So this week on Main Street is going to be a multitude of different topics as we just talk about Disney World. Uh, we might expand on some of our favorites and then we might preview a little bit of what's to come in the next few weeks for us. But joining me around the table uh, is the same three people that join me around the table every week. Um, so let's start off with this topic that Kate and I actually had discussed uh, our, amongst ourselves and we thought it might be interesting uh, to bring to the table. So one of the coolest things about being locals is that we can kind of attack the park when there's not a lot of people there. And the typical slow times are the ones that most of us Disney fans know about. February, uh, early March, late October, early November. Those typically are going to be, even early May, are going to be your lightest times. And so after the holiday season, a lot of the locals like to hit the parks in February because it's not that crowded. Well, we've been a few times this year, and every time we've gone, it's been like uncharacteristically uh, busy. And so some of the companies that do uh, crowd calendars that they release, where they give a projected amount of people there between low and high, some of these websites all projected low crowds like they do every year in February and early March. But according to those crowd calendars, there has not been one slow crowd day at Walt Disney World in 2020. So the question that I proposed on Twitter and to Kate and now to Abe, Whitney, and everybody listening is, is it finally time for a fifth theme park at Walt Disney World? So Abe, I will ask you, because we're going to start with you for some reason, when it comes to a fifth park and that it's been really crowded this year, I'll ask you two questions. Do you think it's time for Disney to do a fifth park? But first... Have you noticed heavier crowds and what usually is slow times when we go this year? Yeah. Um, one of the days that I went, assuming that I could beat crowds was Super Bowl Sunday. Um, me and Whitney went on Super Bowl Sunday to try to ride the new Star Wars ride and failed miserably. <laughs> um, and it just, it's, it's not, uh, it's, I mean, even that day was packed. It just doesn't seem like there. I've been any day where it's been uh, less than, you know, um, I would say 45 minutes on any given ride, even the rides that aren't great. And I haven't ridden, I, I mean, I haven't been to every park, but the few parks I have been, that's been the case. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating, but it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, trend that I've been seeing for the past few years. I mean, when me and Whitney first got passes, that was when I first started going to Disney. And sure, yeah, you you would go certain times of the year, and you'd be like, you get on anything, and you could do whatever you wanted. But that's not the case anymore. Yeah, um, there's a like there's a bunch of different reasons for this, right? Like uh, the uh, the economy is really good in the country right now, so people have a lot of extra money. I also think that people, just in general, because of the internet, are smarter about Disney. Like, when I was always growing up and we would visit, we would always go during the summer, because that's when we would be out of school. 
uh, and we would just go, and then it'd be crowded. But people are like getting some. They're, they're like smarter vacation planners now. Uh, all these different travel agencies can tell you when to go. Uh, people are finding ways to save money, like staying outside the park, where before, uh, you know, a lot of people would just stay in the park because that's kind of what you did. But now you can kind of get creative with Uber and Lyft and not have to rent cars. So I think it's just becoming easier to go, even though what's weird is prices keep rising. Um, mm. But, you know, we went, you remember, Kate, the first time we went in February? You remember when we went for Valentine's Day? Do you remember? Yeah. Like when we went to Magic Kingdom, we went to Magic Kingdom on a Monday. The weekend of, or the week of Valentine's Day, and what was it, Frontierland? And there was nobody there. Absolutely nobody there. Yeah, like we didn't see a single person. I remember I took a picture of it because I couldn't believe it, and that was 2013. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah, crazy. seven years ago, and now, like I don't think that's possible. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like Whitney, would you see this as a like a problem though? Like, is it going to keep you as a local like away where if it's like a Wednesday night? Because I noticed it's happened to us, though. Like, we, Kate the other day said, if you can get a fast pass to Frozen, that means it's not that busy. Because we used to get fast passes all the time for Frozen. And then we didn't end up going on a Wednesday because it was like, well, if there's not even a fast pass for, like, Nemo, then I'm out. Uh, has it kept yeah. you guys away, like, a few times on, on nights you might have normally went? I mean, yeah, for sure. But I don't know. I guess you have to have a different mindset going in because – like the luxury that we have is, oh, I can go and I don't have to ride anything and I can just walk around. And also like, I mean, I I think we're pretty laid back people. So the crowds don't bother us as much, but like um, I've definitely seen a change. I mean, growing up here, like I had friends that worked at Disney. So we would go on weekends and we would do all four parks in one day, like in February or March, and we would ride all the major rides twice. And that was what we would do on, you know, like a one day on a Saturday. That's not possible anymore. You can't do that. You can't, that, like for me, what I think is weird is that people buy a one day park hopper. What's the point of that? You're not gonna get anything done. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And um, as far as like going to the, art festival at Epcot when we went last time that was the most crowded it's been granted also Disney is using this time to do a lot of construction and new stuff so it feels really crowded too like Epcot's one giant funnel now um as far as getting in and like getting in the entrance and actually getting to World Showcase and I think that that makes it feel even worse than it is and um, it's probably only going to get worse from here as far as the construction goes. But no, I, I, I don't think it would stop me from going on like a Tuesday night to go out and just hang out at the park. But it's making me rethink my Saturdays. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's there's been a few times where we've just uh, not gone because mostly because of the kids. If it was just us. Yeah. Well, and that's the difference, too, between us and y'all is, you know. It would just be the two of us if we go, but you guys have the whole family to consider. Yeah. So let's, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of a way they can fix this. They keep raising prices. It's never been more expensive to actually walk into the park. And it's not like food and everything else is getting cheaper. I mean, literally everything else yeah. is getting more expensive. But like I said, more people, I mean, like the way the economy, like not to get like weird about it, but now the way the economy was in like 2008, 
you know, nobody had any extra money. You know, Disney. Yeah. That's actually was a struggling time for Disney uh, because when when people have to choose what to do with their money, the, usually the first things to go are expensive vacations. Right. Um, but now, uh, you know, everyone has a lot of extra money, and so people are going to Disney. Uh, I think, like I said, I, th- I just think people are getting smarter. So the question is, how do you fix it? Because you keep raising prices, but people still go. Yeah, so, it's obviously not working. Yeah, so like, you know, in, in Disney, it's it's a good problem to have. There are too many people. But like I said, I do think they're losing, uh, they're going to lose some of that money uh, <laughs> from locals who, you know, when we go, we're more likely to buy soda and snacks and eat there because, you know, we're not paying normal ticket prices. So like, when yeah, we go, we're not di- Disney on a budget. Yeah. necessarily and so that, that we also don't plan for a vacation so like yeah. no we didn't buy a week's worth of snacks to take to disney one day yeah. right so i mean like i i'm more willing to grab a quick service or grab yeah. a snack because it's like well you know i'm only paying 30 dollars a month or whatever uh to go in here so i i do think they're going to end up it, it, i think it will hurt them in the long run because people will start to turn away eventually if it's not even fun to go because that's the thing if you go and like I said, people are getting smarter. So like right now, you can't get a fast pass for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway thirty days out. Like I got right. up, I got up at seven when they're supposed to, you know, uh, activate for that day thirty days out, and I have not been able to get that at all. You can't. I mean, dinner reservations are becoming harder and harder to get. So if it ends up becoming where you can't go and experience everything, uh, I, I do think it will actually have a negative effect. You know, if I go on vacation and take my kids there. And it's and we go once every five years, and it's so crowded that we can't walk. We didn't get to ride, but you know, not even half the ride. We couldn't get the dinner reservation we wanted. Uh, you know, I do think eventually that's going to start to hurt them. So the question is, how do you fix it? You can, raising prices doesn't fix it. I honestly do think that it's time uh, for a fifth park. Now that would take minimum three years because Universal announced their new park, but it's not opening for another three years. So right. it would take probably minimum three years to get the park open and by then who knows what you know the economy could be like who knows what travel could be like so if you open this new park and then crowds start to die down now you have a fifth park but abe you mentioned like all these things are starting to open you know you would think like once hollywood studios open now it's they've got star wars land they've got toy story land they've got mickey and minnie's runaway railway so it's like a full park with a lot of stuff to do yet you know it's i i thought that maybe the crowds would start to disperse between all the parks but even Epcot, you would think, would be emptier because there's not as much to do. It's still just as packed. So uh, I do think it's time for a fifth park. But the question is, what would they do for a fifth park? And that's the thing that we were discussing because, you know, Universal's got um, Super Nintendo Land and all of that coming to the new park. What else could Disney do? Abe, Whitney, do you guys have any idea of what a fifth park, like what they could do or what you would like want to see? <laughs> That's a tough question. I mean, honestly, um, there's, I mean, you, as far as just like concepts go, they've already kind of exercised all the concepts. I mean, Star Wars is probably one of the bigger franchises that they have. I mean, Marvel's a big franchise. I mean, been, been probably bigger at this point than Star Wars. I don't Star know if Wars. they could do a whole park on Marvel. But I just don't, yeah, I don't know if you could. And honestly. Well, plus they don't have the rights still too, because Universal still has those rights east of the Mississippi. Sure. So like, I mean, Disney could probably finagle something and, and well, right. work that out. Because you really are with Guardians of the Galaxy, but they don't have like. I just don't know if that's what I want. I mean, even Universal, uh, Islands of Adventure, doesn't have a whole park dedicated to Marvel. And it feels like a lot of Marvel in that one little section of Islands of Adventure. 
a whole park dedicated to Marvel would just, I think, be too much. Um, yeah, because Kate doesn't even like superheroes, so like I right. wouldn't care Why to go to that know? park. Right, like if you go yeah. to Hollywood Studios, you know, even though Kate enjoys Galaxy's Edge and we had a good time at Galaxy's Edge, but it's just one mm. part of the park. Um, well, I, so. I think that what they're doing with Epcot is the right way to go about it. Just keep expanding what you have on the ideas that you have. You know, I mean, like Epcot is basically going to be three new parks because it's all going to be the size of World Showcase, right? Yeah, I mean they're 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 changing uh, to like yeah different parts like they're gonna call it World Nature, World Celebration, World right. Showcase, mm-hmm. World. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be uh, they are expanding on what they already have with mm-hmm. like new ideas. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Maybe that's their answer. Or maybe maybe just, everything bigger. <laughs> yeah, make everything bigger, or maybe just make like another park that just doesn't have a theme. Just a just a Magic Kingdom 2.0 or something. I mean, the fact of the matter is, in my opinion, you're they're, you're they're never going. I don't think Magic Kingdom is ever going to get slow, and you can't mess with Magic Kingdom too much because people would be up in arms about it. So Magic Kingdom, I don't think is going to ever change. Trying to watch the fireworks at Magic Kingdom, it's always going to be tons of people. Trying to get out of that park is going to be a nightmare. Um, so you might take away some of those people that go to Magic Kingdom by adding another park, but I think it's it's never going to be slow like it used to be. Um, not not without some some major change to the economy, like you said. Um, but uh, yeah, as far as the new park, I just don't know. I you know that's that's why people at Disney make the big bucks. They come up with the best. Yeah. Best ideas, you know. I'm not going to come up with that idea. And I mean, if you look at it, they have expanded a lot recently. Like Disney Springs basically went Twice. through an overnight makeover yeah. and doubled in size. And um, and now Epcot, it'd be cool to see another water park. That wouldn't fix their problem, but it'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, two water parks is a lot or as is. Yeah, um, but they're always both at capacity every day in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Kate, you had this idea that I think is, to, to me, the best idea that I think they could do because it's unlike anything. What did, remember what you told me about the the idea? You remember? The Villains Park. Oh, yeah. Uh, they should do a whole park about like Villains. Right so yeah. Magic Kingdom like 2.0 would be instead of just a whole you know, park. Making of the heroes. Yeah. Right. That'd we, be so cool. We celebrate yeah. the heroes at, at I would definitely go to that park. Me too. Because <laughs> think about the. Yeah, they should also make it interactive. Mm. Yeah, like if you looked at Super Nintendo Land, that's what you're talking about. They yeah. they are having these like bracelets and these certain like yeah, or like in Harry Potter where you do the wand thing and bingo. They when should you saw do the video. Like you that. can go hit the um, what are they called? Mario cubes. Oh, uh, the the question mark cubes. The question mark cubes. Yeah, like they're actually gonna have them. You can go hit. Pretty but cool. Think about that idea as an anti Magic Kingdom, right? The castle, make a castle, but make it villains looking right make yeah, it dark. that's a good idea yeah. kate maybe you should work for disney <laughs> yeah. maybe i hey, should engineers, listen up well because you have to look at what do they have versus what do they need right so water parks you mentioned like they already have two adding another mm-hmm. water park probably wouldn't really change anything okay right. what about resorts well no they've got plenty of resorts plus they're oh, they're about to open another one which is by yeah. the way pocahontas themed uh, the lobby has a pocahontas <laughs> statue that's coming 
Um, oh stay God, there. Who die. I, I will die. <laughs> they have uh, the Star Wars Hotel coming, which is almost like a cruise, right? It's like a two-day experience. Yeah, uh, that's not even a resort. It's a... Yeah, it's like an experience. Um, yeah. And then you have Disney Springs. You don't need any more shopping or anything. I mean, no. uh, that's that's Disney Springs. Some people actually consider the fifth park. Uh, but even then, that's <laughs> on weekends. It feels like it. Uh, it's, it's, it. I mean, Disney Springs is almost the worst of all the things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. So, uh, you know, and then you look at, so they don't need a free experience because Disney Springs is free to go to. So they don't need another free experience. They don't need any more ho- hotels. They have two water parks. They don't need really another IP, uh, park because they have Star Wars and Toy Story in one of them. Uh, Animal Kingdom has Pandora. Um, if they, if they ended up do- getting the Marvel rights back, if you do a full Marvel park, well, A, Marvel's hot right now, but when you, Disney. Right, there's no longevity. Right. Disney's thing and i think you've noticed them their trends are starting to be uh what's popular in 20 years so if we build something it has to stay who cares if it's popular in the first five years right you have to be uh you have to be uh relevant in 20 years right so marvel is hot right now but who knows if it's hot in 20 years it could not be um and plus you alienate people that don't care about like Mar like I, I you know, my parents, if they came into town, they wouldn't really care to go to that. Kate's parents wouldn't. Kate herself wouldn't want to go. Uh, I would be interested in it, but that doesn't I mean, that's well not for everybody. It makes sense for them to add a section to a park. That's like Star Wars did with, with if you built a whole Star Wars park it wouldn't work. No. So to build a whole section of Hollywood Studios at Star Wars, great. That works great. Yeah. Um, and that's probably what they'd have to do with Marvel is so build you- out one of their parks. You don't need an IP uh, park um, oh, at all. Right, what's IP? Uh, intellectual property. So uh, ah. IP is like Star Wars. Like, like when they rethemed, so when they rethemed uh, Maelstrom to Frozen, that was adding IP to uh, gotcha. yeah, gotcha. to a place, okay. right? So IP is something, it's a franchise that they own. Uh, and Disney's actually been criticized a lot lately for uh, shoving a IP into everything, right? They were. Oh, they yeah. just opened up uh, this new smokehouse, the barbecue place in America, at Epcot, and at the last minute they threw Regal Eagle from uh, the Muppets in there. Um, mm-hmm. So the question is, like, what do they need? They don't really need anything except for better crowd, like, dispersion to have more places yeah. for people to go. And I do think a fifth park is the only way you can fix that. They have the land for it. Uh, easily, yep. they haven't even used like a fourth of the total land that they have on that property. Yeah, that should never be an issue for Disney. Yeah, so I Disney think World anyway. So Kate, you've been Kate's been googling like Disney villain castles. No, 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 no. Now I <laughs> well, I was, but no. Now I found something that says that Disney's had a failed plan for a theme park based on villains. Hmm. What does it say? They were going to do it, and they didn't, or what? Mm hmm. That it was proposed for Walt Disney World in Orlando. When? Uh, this was written in 2018. It says Maleficent's Castle would have been the centerpiece, and I literally showed Ryan a picture of that just now, but we won't talk about that. But that's such a thing, like, like, I mean, their best-selling party is Mickey's Not So Scary, right? Yeah. And then they are making all kinds of money with this after-hours villain thing right now. Yeah. That and they're making all the movies, like Maleficent is huge. I, I, do think, um, I do think, too, the one need that the Disney might have is a little bit more... Oh, budget cuts and layoffs were the reasons. Oh, come so, on. So, so, no. it, so it wasn't... So this was a long idea. time ago because it was also the other scrapped idea was movie. that beastly kingdom. 
Oh, yeah. Beastly Kingdom was uh, proposed for Animal Kingdom. So both of those were scrapped because of Well, again, that could could have been because Animal Kingdom opened in the late uh, 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, so that they could have never, they could have not moved for a fifth, move forward with the fifth park because they haven't needed to. But I think now they need it more. Yeah, they than should ever. do a villains park. 100%. But think about this too. Here's another need that they have now. Walt, what I appreciate about Disney, and this is something that Disney versus Universal always comes up, and we we can speak to it pretty well because we have young kids. Is that like if we're going to take young kids somewhere, we're going to choose Disney ten times out of ten over Universal because, you know. Like Walt's dream was that grandparents and toddlers can go to the same place and have fun. That's why 80% of the rides don't have a height limit. And if they do, it's not very tall. What mm-hmm. a need for them could be is, uh, is a park skewered towards uh, preteens, teens, and adults because they don't really yeah. have that. And with the other four parks being completely family-friendly – you could make this villains not scary. I mean, you don't want it to be like Halloween Horror Nights, but <laughs> no. uh, but you could make it you know a little bit scarier. Where you know a three year old may not want to see all the villains come out at the castle show and 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 like smoke coming out and you know people evil laughing right. and big dragons and everything. But you know an eight, nine, ten year old may think that's really awesome. And then make the rides a little bit more roller coaster. Make them a little bit more with a height limit. You still have some stuff for younger kids. That's important. You know, we got young kids now. I would hate for them to open a fifth park we can't take them to. But mm-hmm. you can make it maybe 50-50 instead of 80-20 on rides that are set up for older kids. So I think villains, you could you could skew a little bit towards scary. You know, Disney's version of scary, not Halloween Horror Nights version of scary. Um, so I do think this fills multiple needs. It's a place for crowds to start to disperse. It's really cool. I mean, I can't think of anybody. I would go to that tomorrow if there was a Maleficent castle. Uh, all the meet and greets are villains. You don't see Mickey, Minnie. You don't see any of the heroes. No princesses. It's all villains. You know, Hades, uh, uh, Maleficent, uh, the evil uh, witch from Snow White. Fantasmic, basically. Yeah. Bingo. Um, well, did you ever watch that Disney sing-along when you were a kid? Um, that starts, like, at the beginning of the day, and they go down Main Street, and they're cleaning you ever really watch that? No. What? No. I think that's just what? you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's like we sing or sing along or something, but they do a whole grim grinning ghost scene, and all the villains come out and uh, dance in front of the haunted mansion, and it was the one that everybody wanted to rewatch. You had to like go up to the VCR and rewind the tapes. So you could rewatch the haunted mansion scene. And that one was when I was a kid, like like little little. We were still super into the villains, and that was the coolest scene. It's like all the ghosts came alive. Anyways, continue on because <laughs> nobody knows what I'm talking. About. Uh, but you brought up the haunted mansion. I didn't even think about that. You could skew. You could put haunted mansion stuff in this park. Uh, yeah. Like the parades could be with uh, you know ghost and it even could be in the Bootyu parade from yeah. Not So Scary Every yes. Day. Think about. I mean, I just think that this is you know you could you could take the villains aspect out of Magic Kingdom, uh, and you know you could move Fantasmic over what. But is Disney also not doing this because then it would take away from their Halloween party? Then that wouldn't be as cool anymore. Um. But then they could move the Halloween party into that park. I I was going to say you could move things like move Fantasmic over to the villains park. Tweak it where Mickey's not really in it, right? Because you don't want the villains to lose in their own park. Um, but, yeah, that would be bad. But I, I'm saying you could take the not so scary over to the villains park, uh, or you can. Or think this is a money making opportunity right here. You could offer a second Halloween party. That is true. But make it villains themed all the way, 
uh, you know, where the yeah. villains, Mickey and Mickey's hosting a party over at Magic Kingdom. The villains are hosting a party over at the Villains Park. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, mm, you now you've got when people go on vacation, they might buy two tickets, one That's for true. the Mickey one, and you know, you know, I, I just think. To me, Kate's when Kate said villains make it a little bit more interactive, uh, where you know isn't you know Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom make a make a villains game over that? That'd make be it, cool. It, it is villains. You're fighting the villains. I mean, you could still do that over there, and like yeah, it, they could make it a park to park thing. Yeah, I, you know I, where you go to one park and get the cards, and then you can transfer them over, and you're like a secret agent of Mickey in the villain park or something. Bingo. I just think that... Hire us, Disney. I, I, I know, right? When we brought this conversation up the other day in the car and Kate brought up villains, to me, my mind started racing all over the place because you could do even themed lands based on certain movies, but, you know, you can make a Snow White themed land, but make it the witch's, uh, you know, area For or whatever. Sure. You know, I, I almost said Hercules, but then I realized that's, that's like, literally hell, so they probably shouldn't build that one. Although call it would be, the underworld. <laughs> they call it the underworld. There you go. Because uh, right. I thought about it, and I was like, "Man, that would be that'd probably be the coolest looking one." That would be cool. Uh, but then I'm like, "Come on, kids, let's go to hell." Uh, but, <laughs> but I, I just, I, I think to me that is that's not like some hot IP right now, like Marvel or Star Wars or uh, you know no. anything like that. Um, but it's, but it's also. A, I also feel like Marvel is more of an older kid thing, and a lot of the rides would probably. Right. You What can you do for like a three year old on a Marvel ride? Yeah. And nothing. <laughs> yeah. But if you take a three year old to this park that's even if it even if the villains one's skewed a little older, kids still like to see castles and you can oh, do yeah. and even then like there there you could literally pull every part of your franchise, right? Because pirates think about pirates of the Caribbean. They're mm-hmm. technically good guys, but also they could be used as bad guys. So you could have a pirates night where the pirates Jack Sparrow and a bunch of pirates take over the park. I just think that like a lot of their existing IP characters rise fit into <laughs> sorry uh, <laughs> uh, fit that into would have been nice <laughs> <laughs> a lot of uh, their existing stuff can fit into villains so to me I just think a villains park I think the think about the commercials and the promotion as the park's about to open how many chances or how many cool things they could do uh, were you, know, you guys ever around for the princess pirate parties they had no, I remember them, but we never we never went to one. But yeah, uh, it was the same idea. The pirates took over the park for some of the time, and like the castle show and stuff was the the pirates and mm. um, same idea. But it was super cool, and it was they're always packed. Yeah, that sounds cool. It was so much fun. Think about the promotion leading up to the park opening. Think about like how you know, let's say the year before it opens, certain nights or days even, the villains take over the four existing parks saying, hey, we've arrived at Disney World. It's our turn. Ah, that'd be so cool. Think about like Epcot, but it's like that day the villains have taken over. All the meet and greets are villains. You retheme, you know, some of the rides, just, you know, add some overlay. I, I, to me, I think this is just a treasure trove of money and it's going to get, uh, a fifth park is going to, I think that's the only way to fix the crowd problem. Either the economy okay. sucks, which I don't know who wants that, or... Uh, you open up a fifth park, and I think to me that the time has never been more right for that. So, yeah, make it actually seem like they're using the extra money that ticket sales cost. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, so if in, in like a, they have to have more money on hand than ever before from the parks side because you know they've never had. I mean, in 2020, it's we're almost two full months in, 
and there has not been uh, one slow day. So think about even like typically you wouldn't have that much ticket revenue. Well, mm-hmm. you know, every day now they've had it. So I think this would yeah, be a it's perfect more. Yeah, investment. Not to mention you would probably even get better crowds for all five parks because people would that haven't been to Disney World in years would start to come to see this new fifth park. So uh, I think that I think we're going to our the official stance from the show is a villains park, fifth park, Maleficent Castle. Um, think about the parades that could happen. Think about the different parties. You could host a Christmas party run by the villains, right? This is just mm-hmm. to me like imagine if you drop the ticket price thirty bucks on the not so scary and the uh, Christmas party, and then you, had two of them. you then you offer two. I'm more. I might be more willing to try if I go if I'm there for ten days uh, and I only go once every three or four years. I might be more willing to buy two tickets if you drop the price thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Anyways, I think our official show stands. But if you're listening to this and you're like, you idiots, what about this? Then feel free to email us, uh, magicalmousepod at gmail.com, or hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, what are your ideas for a fifth park? Do you think a fifth park would be a good idea? Do you think it would not be a good idea? Uh, I just don't see t- what downside uh, for the park that we just came up with sitting here, and we know nothing about designing parks or any of this. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd like to hear a downside to what we decided, and I don't know what that could be, uh, just personally. I mean, I guess what what name would you call it? Because you don't want to just call it, like, villains. I mean, you might, but um, I don't know. you guys have any idea? What would you call an all-villains park? Something Kingdom. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Kingdom would be good. Um, is there a... Uh, Maybe a land from one of the villains that you could call it? Hell. Hell. Call it hell. <laughs> Done. <laughs> All right. So. Uh-huh. Hell, hell Kingdom. Uh, they were going to call it Dark Kingdom, I think. So Ooh, instead of Magic yeah, Kingdom, cool. Dark Kingdom. I like that. I think that's what they were going to call it. That's a little more uh, smooth than like Evil Kingdom. Yeah, they were going to call it the Dark <laughs> Kingdom. Or Bad Guy's House. <laughs> or Hell. Darkness Kingdom. <laughs> uh, dark Dark Kingdom. I, I kind of like the Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, Dark Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you got Hollywood Kingdom and Epcot Kingdom. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely Kingdom. Uh, so that's our fifth park discussion. Uh, but that's that to me, as I'm thinking about it, because when we were here last year, even last year wasn't that bad. There were multiple crowd days where we were getting same-day fast passes. Yeah. Um, you know, we got a same – last year, I remember it, it was during the Flower and Garden Festival. Yeah, we were with you, and we were walking through Germany, and I was like – is there, is there anyone here? Is this open? I mean, like yeah, it yeah. was like all of the the people that run the bar stands and all that were just kind of hanging out in the middle because nobody was there. Yeah, and then there there were multiple times last year. Actually, that was when we were camping last year, wasn't it? Uh, that was actually, that might have been just actually you might have not, not been there. Oh, right? you're right. You just, were working. Yeah, was, it wasn't bad. That was Memorial Day weekend too, so that was even a holiday yeah. weekend. And now, wow, that blows my mind. Now you know the, it was really crowded for President's Day weekend, and everybody's excuses. Yeah. Well, it's President's Day. Who the heck like plans stuff for President's <laughs> Day? I was like, what? That like a lot of people do get off of school though. Yeah, they do. But that's yeah. the thing. I think that goes back to the idea of people being smarter when they visit. So think about like I, we were gonna go July Fourth like we do every year. But then they actually put two and two together. Well, if I take off Monday, we take our kid uh, one extra one extra day out of school. They're already off for President's Day. We can go and do a four day trip. When I think in years past, you know, the summer was the only crowded because everybody just went because everybody was off. But I think people right. are getting smarter now uh, with their plans. Also, parents seem more likely to take their kids out of school nowadays. That is true. 
Um, like back in the day, my parents were like, "No, yeah. you go to school. I, we'll go." Yeah, on we a never break. got off for vacation. <sighs> yeah. No. Yeah. So that I think that I think Mom. is. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go to the therapy session. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so I want to hear you. What you? What are your guys's? What were your guys's ideas out there listening for a fifth park? Do you think it's time for a fifth park? I personally do. I don't think you're going to fix the crowd problem uh, otherwise, because the price the price increases, uh, and even some of the issues that people are having with Disney. Now we personally, I think a lot of that stuff's overblown, but even then, like there's nothing that perceived as a bad PR for Disney is affecting crowds uh, at all. Uh, you know, every time we go, uh, it's just kind of nuts. Uh, so we're interested to see that's, well, that's why actually you start to see some of these after hour events, these separate ticketed events being sold out really quick because people see it as an opportunity to get away from some of the crowds. So uh, Disney is, is, is I think, rolling in more money than ever before. So I think the time is invest in a park. Because also, too, there's always that arms race between Universal and Disney. You know, Galaxy's Edge was a response to Harry Potter Land. And yeah. I think this this ultimate or these this fantastic worlds park that's coming from Universal, Disney's what is Disney's response going to be? And, it, they, I, and they tend to usually respond to each other. Yeah. One will do something and then the other one will. So I think once that thing opens that's when you'll either right before it opens or right after it opens is when you'll see like a big announcement from Disney. I, yeah. well, I mean, after the Nintendo was announced was when they announced their Epcot expansion. Yeah. Yeah. It is. But I think it, there's something else that they got to do in a whole nother park, at, you know, before or after I think. I also think the perfect time to announce this would be next year because next year is the 50th anniversary. Now all of this, yeah. all of this stuff that they're working on Epcot's construction, um, you know, Hollywood Studios is done now. Uh, Magic Kingdom, you know, you, you've got you got the Tron coaster and the updated uh, railroad. And the castles getting and the castles getting redone. That was mm-hmm. just announced. All of this stuff is supposed to be done. Guardians of the Galaxy at Epcot too. All of this stuff is supposed to be done in 2021 for the 50th anniversary. So all the current construction, all of the uh, you know, all of the stuff that's being built now is supposed to be done next year. So then the question is, in this world we live in today what's next because in 2023 universal is opening fantastic worlds you know i think a 50th anniversary d23 is also the d23 expo is also in 2021 that could be a perfect time oh i bet they will announce something big. they have to, to they would that. know by now right think, oh yeah yeah think about coming up uh on stage bob Iger or bob chapek who's the president of the parks they're both named bob they're yeah it's the, they're, <laughs> they're called the bobs um it's also Stop bob it. Iger's. it's also bob Iger's last year uh, the Bobs. Uh, it's also Bob Iger's last year as CEO of Disney. His last announcement could be we're bringing Ooh. a fifth park. It's got to be huge. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that could be his lasting legacy because, you know, a lot of people say his lasting legacy is all the acquisitions he made, Marvel, Lucasfilm, and then also they opened up Shanghai, which he did. I think uh, one Bob Iger's last hurrah could be we're, we're finally bringing that rumored fifth park uh, to Disney because... Think about that announcement. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the last 50 years of Disney World. Here's the future. Uh, oh, and by the way, the next 50 years is going to be defined by our fifth park, Dark Kingdom or whatever, and then everybody loses their mind. <laughs> have all the villains come out on stage. Have some like creepy smog come out there. Uh, oh, my God. And, I would lose my mind for sure. <laughs> Me too. I, I, like Name the bad PR with this because I think people would lose their mind. And then it would take some steam away from Universal's park. And that's that's what's valuable nowadays is taking steam away everybody's going to be so excited about fantastic worlds but imagine it opening and then people going like oh this is crazy but knowing like in a year or two disney's answer is going to come out 
And, right. I, you know, I, I just, this to me is, you know, if, if Disney, if you're listening, this is to me the answer. So, <laughs> I, also hi. Hey, how's it going? Uh, the, the last thing I'll say about this too is they're also, as soon as Fantastic Worlds open, Disney is now behind because I read some of these details for some, this Mario Kart ride that's coming. Uh, oh, oh yeah, and I, I don't. I honestly amazing. don't understand how they're going to do it. They're going to actually place you in a game of Mario Kart. I don't understand how they're doing this, but now Disney's gonna already going to be behind, uh, so they got to they got to think about how they're going to one up Fantastic Worlds. And I don't know how else you do it besides a fifth park. So, all right, yeah. But that's that's our again. We want to hear your thoughts. Let's let's uh, end this discussion uh, with a little bit of uh, favorites or. You've got so this is let's let's start with let's start with favorites. Um, this is something that we didn't get to on our first episode favorite, and then I've got I've got a question in this week on Main Street. Uh, Abe, we'll start with you. Favorite Disney song. Now, it doesn't have to be. It can be from a movie. It can be from the parks. It could be anything Disney song. When you hear this song, uh, you can't help but stop and dance or or smile or cry. Abe, do you have a favorite Disney song? Uh, yes. My favorite Disney song is the Tiki 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 Room. <laughs> That's my grandma's favorite song. Oh, it's such a good song. It is, it is a fantastic song. Mm. Uh, That's mine. Winnie, you have a favorite Disney Children song? Children Brothers, by the way. Thank you. Uh, mine is um, the Sleeping Beauty song. I know you. What's fun, Dream? Um, that's a good I've song. I've always loved that song, and it was my favorite princess song. And then when the Maleficent movie came out, and What's Her Face did a version of it, who was that? I know what you're talking about. I can't uh, remember her. Uh, what's her name? Ah, uh, shoot. Um, um, it's a one. She has one name. One. <laughs> Dang it. Cher. A one word name. <laughs> Cher. Is that what you just said? Yes, it was Cher. It's Madonna and Cher duet. Um, I guess. No. We, I guess you're we can wrong. look it up. Uh, I'll look it up, but Lana Del Rey. Yeah, three names. When I said one, I meant <laughs> yeah, three. Right. Anyway, her version of that song from Maleficent, like anytime I listen so to it, will give me goosebumps. It's so haunting, and I love a song that can be like happy and cheerful and dreaming and blah blah blah, and then someone can turn it around and turn it into this like, oh crap, that has a totally different meaning now. So that's my song. Okay, mm. what's your favorite Disney song? A dream is a wish. Mm, I really like that song. I walked down the aisle to that song as well. I thought you were going to do something from Mulan or Pocahontas. I mean, is I was really thinking. But no, that's my top favorite. But then all of the, the Mulan and Pocahontas songs are behind that. Man, this is tough. Uh, Tiki Room was a good one. Um, I, I think... Movie-wise, I don't know if I have. Either uh, something from Lion King. Mm. Um, or no, you know what? I think from the movies, I think it's a tie. From the movies, um, I think uh, Lion King, I Just Can't Wait to Be King. I love that song. It's good. Um, really? bop, as yeah, they say. Yeah, it always, every time I think about it, I always sing it. I was watching the new Lion King the other day, and I, it's been stuck in my head. Um <laughs> 
And then attraction-wise, because I think it's a tie. <laughs> I'm not a huge music person. Let's be clear about that. Um, Definitely not. I could literally, <laughs> I could literally ride in a car and sit in silence for eight hours. And I'd I be cannot. All right. No, I don't know uh, how he lives his life. He mm-hmm. he once went like a whole week with just no music, and I don't know how he did it. Uh, Ryan. Yeah, so I can't live get, that life. But I do like the Carousel of Progress uh, song. There's a great, it's a big, great beautiful big, beautiful tomorrow. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> um, but those those are probably my two. Um, Wait, so are we picking movie and attraction? Yeah, you can. I mean, I just oh. did. I just did because uh, it's a tie. Because I guess I don't really care that much about music, oh. so it's not like <laughs> it's not like any of these had like a huge impact on me or anything. Like, um, hmm. but yeah, if you have a one from an attraction, you can pick that too. Um, I always liked Wishes. Mm, that's actually our, that's our outro song here on the show. So I know yeah. it was. I don't know. I maybe just because I love fireworks. I love fireworks. Now, if we're going instrumental, the Epcot entrance music oh my gets me going every time. <laughs> he gets overplays that. That's like the only song he knows. It's so weird. <laughs> it just gets me. In, in he, has, he has no heart. That's mm. the problem. <laughs> Everyone should like, the original, like All the original heart. Epcot music, Innoventions, the, the entrance loop, all of it is just... I mean, it's 80s, but it's also... It is pretty great. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It is I good. Yeah, so. Sorry, I just like to make fun of them for it. You all owe me. An, well, that's because anytime I do any sort of like live show on, on the other show, I always pick that for my entrance music. Legitimately, every time. Um, so let's do. Let's go park to park. Let's say favorite, mm-hmm. right? Because we just did favorite overall attraction. But we, but, yeah. So we had to pick out of everything. Uh, and this could also include oh, Disneyland, yeah. too, in California Adventure, oh, no. which you guys have never been to DCA. We're going in August, but... No, uh, we've only been to Magic Kingdom both places. Uh, you can even pick a foreign park, even though we never, none of us have been to a foreign park. But you can pick it if you want to. Um, so let's go. Abel. How would I know? Abe, we'll start oh. with you. Favorite Magic Kingdom attraction? Hmm. Uh, specific to Magic Kingdom, I would say. Um, now that does that would that include entertainment, or is that like more of a ride, like? If if it's the Country Bear Jamboree, that would be my favorite thing in Magic Kingdom. Without I would say doubt. ride. Not I think, yeah, I would say ride. I would say ride, but but I would say that may count because you have to wait in a queue. Um, oh, anything okay. I think That's anything good. that you wait in a queue, right? So like the castle yeah, show. Yeah, like a show. Yeah, but to me, I view that as an attraction though, because it's got a queue and it's got like a. I think it's different. Well, if if it is different, then I will say. Um, like I don't think a fireworks show would count. Or yeah. anything like that. Right. But I think anything something you have to get loaded into. Yeah. Because I what like what show would be it like the like if you wanted to say Oh Canada for some reason. Uh, I <laughs> Which think that, I was about to say. I think that would, I think that would count. <laughs> but if you wanted to say Epcot Forever or Illuminations, I would say that doesn't count. Uh, or okay. like yeah, like I think Phantasmic would even count maybe. Huh. This is the, let's just attractive. let's just well, say right because yeah, it gets really country bear jamboree then phantasmic it'd be country bear jamboree and um haunted mansion would be my two at magic kingdom if you if it doesn't count haunted mansion if it does count country bear jamboree mm-hmm. uh what about you whitney favorite uh attraction um orlando space mountain wait I'm no sorry. i take it back thunder mountain i i also meant to say uh splash mountain splash mountain's my favorite Okay. I changed it. Space Mountain's the best because of the like unknown 
and it's feeling that you may perish at any moment. I've been. Oh on my that. god! I always hold my head inside my lap on that ride. It's say, so much fun. I've been on that probably a thousand times, and each time I still am like, you know, duck. Because you I'm, can't learn it. That's yeah. like you don't know what's coming next. Have you ever ridden it in a blackout? No. Oh my god! They turn off all the lights. There is a theme park in Ohio. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Kings uh, Island? Yes. Um, and there is an inside roller coaster where it is literally just pitch black in there. And I thought I was going to die. Um, yeah, that would be my Orlando answer. And California Magic Kingdom answer, Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. I mean, if we're saying California, Indiana Jones is amazing. I love that ride so much. I guess we could pick uh, Disneyland, too. We'll, we'll do a Disneyland one in a minute. Um, we should do Disneyland in August when we're there. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Kate, what's your favorite Disney World? Uh, Magic Kingdom. Big Thunder Mountain. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's just a classic. Um, man, I love all the attractions at Magic Kingdom. Maybe not the teacups, but... Uh, even those splash? are fun on occasion yeah uh i even took brian our son on autopia the other day and i haven't done that in a long time our son loves that and so that, much that was a lot of fun because uh, you know your your three-year-old can drive um right but because uh, i love i think ultimately all the mountains are great uh, yeah uh, carousel progress is is legendary yeah T- i would count tiki room i have never seen the carousel progress Really? Yeah, I've never seen it. All right, let's go right now. (laughs) What time do do they close? Um, (laughs) So Carousel of Progress uh, is is legendary, but I I do think it'd have to be Splash Mountain. Mm. I love Splash Mountain. It's long. It's long. It's classic uh, drop. Like it changes changes throughout. I mean, there's a couple different aspects to it. It's amazing. I love the well-dressed birds that are warning you on the way. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I love the, the drop. The drop when you see the castle at the very top is just, I mean, it's just, there's, you know, the songs are great. You're singing the whole time. Some and the, on a Florida summer day, what more do you want? Bingo. Uh, Splash with water. And then, like, the, the views you get as you're, like, going through it, when, when you go outside, you know, you just see the mm-hmm. whole Magic Kingdom. Um, mm-hmm. It is, I'd say, I have to say Splash Mountain, I think. Um, but let's go, Abe, we'll start with you on this one for some reason. Uh, what about Epcot? Um, Epcot is is weird. I mean, I, I go to Epcot more than any other park without a doubt, but we don't tend to ride rides. But if I were to choose one, it would have to be Soren. Oh, that's not what I thought you'd say. You, you thought I'd say Mexico? I thought you'd say Three Caballeros. Yeah, Three Caballeros. <laughs> I mean, I love Three Caballeros. That's and a I good ride, ride too. Every time, but I love Soren. I really do love Soren. Yeah. Yeah, it's always underrated. I always forget about it, and then I ride it, and it's like... Um, it's always great. I liked the California version uh, a little bit better than the new world. I've never, I never. Where was is the California in California Adventure? Well, it used to be both, and then they yeah. changed them. But now they bring the California one back in 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 actual California seasonally. So every once in a while, oh. I actually oh. don't care for the California one. I like this new one. Yeah. I like the new one. I miss yeah. the California one just uh, like for the smelling. Speak, <laughs> speak, speaking, they of did song, have a lot of good smells. Speaking yeah. of songs, though. The Soren score is. Oh, yeah. I also pick that a lot for songs to listen to. I could just. I want to. I've noticed that. 
That you listen to that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I wanted to walk down the aisle to that one. Uh, <laughs> Good thing you're not the one walking down the aisle. Uh, Funny. So, uh, when you, did he, oh, no, you have not answered yet. Uh, favorite Epcot? Um, uh, I oh. don't know. That's, yeah, same. Oh, Canada? One, yeah, oh, Canada. <laughs> Write me down for that one, please. Um, one that I always love writing that not everybody likes to write is Mission Space. I I think I get a kick out of like pressing buttons. I don't think I don't think Kate's ever been on. <laughs> I've that. I've never done that. Uh, I really? think they mentioned now. There's two, right? There's the, the what they the, yeah, the wimpy. Yeah. There's the and, less intense one, and then there's the one that actually does the G force. It says, it says on the outside, uh, like motion sickness could be. Yeah, possible, that's always so. turned me off of it. Um, yeah. It gets a lot of uh, crap um, because it's it was like some of the first ride of that kind. I really. used to work with somebody who really liked that ride. I don't think I, I think it's so much fun. I don't think I've wrote it since. Uh, shoot, I was w- close to when it opened. Uh, more probably when I was like twelve, thirteen. It hasn't been around as long as some of the other ones. No, it's definitely one of the newer. But it also replaced a fan favorite, which was Horizons, um, okay. which a lot of people, I guess, were upset about that. But um, and I haven't been on Mission Space in like easily a decade, so I'd have to go on that again because I forgot. I know at the end they make you think you're like dying, but somehow you survive. Oh, how wonderful! <laughs> What's well, the thing where you're like hanging on a cliff and the ho- the guy in charge is like nobody move? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, it's basically it's it's a little bit like Smuggler's Run, like uh, actually like, that makes it, it's very much like that. Everyone has their assigned roles. you know. There's navigator, captain, uh, gunner. Gun- no, there's no gunner. <laughs> no, you don't need guns in Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Lord uh, have mercy. But I guess, anyway. yeah, they, they like perfected it with Smuggler's Run, though, because spoiler alert on yeah. Mission Space, if nobody pushes a button, it doesn't really matter. It's yeah, you don't actually happens. control anything. Yeah, but with Smuggler's Run, they actually perfected it with what you do, what you do yeah. actually does matter. Our uh, friend Trey was telling us that he took his son Everett on it, and at some point Everett reached up, and he was the pilot, and brought them out of hyperspace early, <laughs> and just completely crashed that's amazing (laughs) like that's hilarious i didn't know you could do that but is that possible right uh yes i think so (laughs) Uh, can we do that (laughs) uh kate what about do you have a favorite in epcot uh this is a hard question you got spaceship earth which we do a lot uh, I do like spaceship frozen. Earth. Frozen's actually a, a, like people actually I, frozen has become pretty fun for uh, me just because our kids are are obsessed with frozen right now. Like Renoa walks around saying Anna, Essa, Olaf all the time. See, I uh, I don't mind it. I wouldn't say I would say frozen would be up there if it wasn't for that I loved uh, uh, Maelstrom. Maelstrom. I never read that. I never, I never went on it either. Yeah, so I don't know. But you never rode Maelstrom? No. We never ah! knew. See, that's a, that's what I talked about people being smarter about going to Disney now. I went to Disney World probably three times on vacation growing up, and we never knew there was even a ride in Norway. Um, because it's kind of hidden off in the side, so if you don't know. I never went to Epcot till I was like That was the one that you could 20. just walk on if you wanted an air conditioning break. Yeah. I loved that ride, though. I loved it. Uh, it is a great ride, though. Um even now, I think it's really cool. I only went to Magic Kingdom yeah. once when I was two, and then I never went to any park again until... How old was I? Like, 2012, so 21. I was 21? Yeah. Wow. 
Okay, yeah. Um, deja vu. So, um, so you think Frozen? You think? Twenty one was such a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Frozen? Um, Spaceship Earth. That's so hard between those two. Living- like Spaceship Earth for me, but like Frozen because I really like to see my kids. What about Living with the Land? Excited about a ride. Oh, Living with the Land. I love Living with the Land. It's underrated. I love that. It ride. used to be better though. You should actually have a live tour guide when it first opened, and they used to have a song called "Listen to the Land." <laughs> you should look it up. <laughs> I'm going to try to find okay. it in a minute. Listen to the land. Look it up. What's your favorite? Uh, my favorite is uh, Spaceship Earth. Um, yeah. I love it. Um, I love the fact that they put a ride in there. Uh, I love all of the uh, audio animatronics. I'm a big fan of audio animatronics. I am kind of excited about them redoing it. Yeah. I mean, I think this new version is going to be really cool um, with the story guide thing. Um, so. I'm kind of... I think somebody we went with, and it, was, it just now occurred to me, it was Laura, my, my sister-in-law, who loves living off the land. She, I think she just likes the plant thing when you're just seeing all the, you know, the plants. It, it's a cool ride. It's living cool. off the land is a cool ride. Living with the land. Sorry. You can, yeah, we, don't, we shouldn't live I want to do land. that, like, behind-the-scenes tour thing with it. Or yeah. Behind the I'm seeds. Gonna, is that what it's called? Behind the seeds, yeah. Yeah, I want to do it. Uh, or to- actually go to that restaurant when it spins. Ooh. Um, oh, Garden Grill. Yes, Garden Grill. I can't remember. Yeah, the we, name. we had breakfast there the other day. Um, We've been on it once when it's when it was spinning. Yeah, we went on it once, and it was actually really cool. Yeah. Um, I think I found the song. Here Just we go. make believe. What? You're a tiny little seed. <laughs> a tiny little seed that's reaching <laughs> up to meet this your needs with the right amount. Of why didn't? Why did they get rid of this? <laughs> the right amount of earth. You'll grow to see the sunshine on your day of birth. Is it playing? Did you guys not hear this? We can't, we can't hear, hear it. Ah, oh, man. Listen to the land. That's unfortunate. It's playing right now. It's great, just believe me. Hold on. You want me to play it off my phone? Yeah. We'll stop it on So now our laughing just sounds... All right, well... I think his computer was just being stupid. What's it called? Listen to the land. Listen? Listen. It's the first... <laughs> Listen, it's it's a great uh, the podcast just heard it and you're about to hear it again but you guys can hear it in a second. Okay. Oh, let me turn my music up. A tiny little seat that's reaching up to I'm already a fan. <laughs> with the right amount of feet. This is so eighties, but it's awesome. I'm right gonna sing my favorite song. Uh You'll get the chorus stuck in your head. Wait a second. Let's listen to the we all love. Nature's plan will shine upon. Listen to the land. It sounds like John Denver. Yeah. Sounds very John Denver. Let's listen to the land. We all love. Nature's plan will shine upon. Listen to the land. Listen to the land. All right. What do you guys think? I'm, um, I'm a fan. Yeah, new favorite song. <laughs> uh, look at Kate. I'm showing. Kate can't see. Look at the. Look at how the lamp pavilion used to look. Oh my, why doesn't it still look like it that? It looked so awesome in the That's 80s. So cool. If you guys haven't seen it, look up the original opening land pavilion. Uh, I'm going to look it up now. It's, 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 it's very mall food court like it is now, but it's really awesome. Nice. It looks really um, cool. It, it used to celebrate all of the land, and there used to be like hot air balloons floating from the sun. Like in, in the logo used to be in there. Um, so the original land pavilion. Um, hmm. That's actually one of my uh, – Epcot history is actually really fascinating to me. Um, but yeah, so uh, live, living with the land would be my favorite, 
attraction if they kept the uh, guide and then that song. And then I'd be like, I, I would go it every time. I mean, I'm just saying, you guys will sing that all the time now. Um, yep. <laughs> but so, um, but yeah, I think, uh, I don't know how we got there, but Spaceship Earth is my favorite Epcot attraction. Um, <laughs> uh, did you guys look up the picture of the original lamp? I think I'm looking at it, it now. At it. Is, is it, it very uh, blue? Is it uh, the one with the like domes? Uh, it, domes. Is it very? Yeah, like I'm like talking about the inside of it though. Uh, yeah, it, no, but it's like it's like there's like umbrellas, and it's blue. The walls. Yeah, the walls are really blue. Was there a place called Food Rocks? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, there's like little umbrellas in my picture. Uh. We're looking at from like a big open. Um, Those are the balloons you saw. Yeah, I, th- I think this one. I'm looking at. Yeah, it's two different ones that I'm seeing here. No, but we see the inside. Yeah, it's yeah. cool though. Either both of them are cool. I mean, it is kind of bland now uh, compared. Yeah, to, it is. Yeah. It's like boring. we were just there to eat a garden grill, but like, yeah, yeah. When you look at it, uh, to be honest, I actually just don't even like being in there. I don't either. It feels weird. Doesn't it feel it like very mall food feels, court? Yeah, stuffy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, so Spaceship Earth. So it smells know. like a school cafeteria. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, so let's go to Abe. Let's go to Animal Kingdom. What's your favorite in Animal Kingdom? Well, as I said, my favorite Disney ride since I haven't ridden uh, Rides of the Resistance is Avatar, and that's mm-hmm. in Animal Kingdom. Flight so of Passage. That is. My yeah, favorite. Flight of Passage. Our Flight Passage. Yeah. Yeah. Not Navi River. Um, yeah, yeah, not Navi River. Although I do like Navi River. Um, that being said, I also love Everest. It's mm. my favorite roller coaster, I think, ever of all time. Mm. Uh, Expedition that one Everest. terrifies me. I love Expedition Everest. Uh, <laughs> Whitney, what's your favorite in Animal Kingdom? Definitely Everest. If I want to pick a ride that makes me laugh the most, <laughs> it would be Primeval Whirl. <laughs> Um, the one in Dino Land. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> um, dinosaur is really fun too, though. Yeah, I love that. Dinosaur. dinosaur gives you whiplash. Dinosaur does more than yes. the world. Dinosaur is exactly well, dinosaur is like jerky, real jerky. <laughs> yeah, dinosaur. I feel like is... I'm gonna fly off. Scary. Dinosaur is exactly Indiana Jones from Disneyland, just brought over here. Um, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the same exact ride vehicle, ride layout, and track, and everything. Huh, interesting. Uh, I mean, I don't mind the ride it's itself. It's dark. I, what I just love about Indiana Jones is the theme of it. I mean, it's Indiana Jones, so what, what's not to love? Agree. Uh, uh, Kate, what's your favorite uh, uh, Animal Kingdom? I like the safari. Mm. Oh, good beat. call. That's hard to be. Yeah, I really like that one a lot. Because that's like literally legitimately something you can't really get unless you're like in Africa, but you can do it here. And like we, I kind of think we take that for granted living here. Like we could just go on an actual safari. Right. Anytime we want, we don't. Um, but it's always amazing. Yeah, that's always super fun. I like it a lot. The original, I remember going the first time. We need uh, to do it at night. That's right. We haven't. Done, you guys have done that. We did, yeah. and it was pretty awesome. Well, it was. It was parts of it were awesome. Yeah, <laughs> the lions were awesome. The lions were that, amazing. That's it. The rest but was, that was not it, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the time, our poor tour guide or safari guide or whatever they call it was just naming plants. She was pointing out trees. <laughs> Oh, and all of us were sitting there like, "Oh yeah, that's a very nice tree." Oh, okay, yeah, that uh, that's a great tree. Are there any uh, animals on the? Uh, nope, safari? but that's a cool tree. 
Oh, look, a termite mound. <laughs> we went to Disney in 2001, and that, that was three years after Animal Kingdom had opened, so they still had the original storyline for the safari. With, oh, with where you're hunting the poachers? Yeah, so there was an original storyline where it was anti... The safari, huh? The safari was uh, actually... The message of the safari was anti-poaching. Yeah, so it was, it was the same great. exact ride, but there was a story behind it where you were actually facing off against a poacher, and Big Red, I believe, was the elephant. Yep, um, you were chasing down the elephant. Yeah, and like I think you end up do you, don't you get in like a gunfight with the poacher? I think at one point I can't remember. Yeah, the you full catch time. him at the end. You go through like like you go through the whole safari, and then they're like Simba One. Yeah. We found the poachers. You need to go here, and then you go and you see signs of the elephant, and then. You chase the poachers. I don't know if you can do a gunfight, but you do catch thought, them, and they're in saf- the back of the truck. Because the safari guide was like, I thought she, he or she pulled out a gun and was like, bam, like you know, and you shot at the. But I can't remember. But either way, at the end, uh, the big red, big red's kid is saved. But like you drive by a dead big red and like a animatronic, ele- which is why they took the storyline away because it was. Kind it of was intense. Yeah, for kids. Yeah, the the baby elephant was in the back of the truck at one. Point. <laughs> yeah, and so. Uh, I remember then coming back years and years later and writing it again. I was like, where's the poacher? Like, I th- where's yeah. the guy we shoot at or whatever? So um, so it's changed over the years. But I, I do think probably not taking your three-year-old and like, there's the dead elephant is probably a better choice. But um, <laughs> I have done both, as well as I've done Expedition Everest with the actual working Yeti. Uh, oh, that's compared right. to the disco Yeti, where now they just uh, do a strobe light on the animatronic. Um, but... Yeah. Uh, I think my favorite Animal Kingdom is Dinosaur. I love that ride. Uh, Like, when I was younger, uh, like last year maybe, I was legitimately (laughs) scared of the dinosaurs. Because they do a pretty good job of, like, all of a sudden putting them in your face and they're huge. Mm -hmm. Uh, It wasn't last year. It was, like, last month that I cried. They've got a pretty awesome family picture on that ride. No. On Dinosaur? No, it's on Jurassic Park. No, it's on Dinosaur. No, it's on Jurassic Park. Are you're talking about the one where my sister, like from when we were kids? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't go to Disney. I'm not, I had, none of us had ever been to Animal Kingdom until I went. <laughs> it was Jurassic Park. Was I swear Universal. your dad tagged it as Dinosaur. He, it's Jurassic Park. Wait, which Jurassic Park? In Universal Studios. They take your picture? Yeah. When oh you drop God. down, the T-Rex is there. Oh, yeah. yeah. They do. Yeah, I'm telling you. Okay, well, I don't remember that. I thought it was dinosaur <laughs> to this day, obviously. <laughs> uh, but the dinosaur ride is legitimately scary. Uh, like it our is. son, is, our son is obsessed with dinosaurs. Obsessed. And I think he's actually right at the threshold to be able to ride it. It's 40 inches. And but he's I would, get, like, so I would not, off. I would not take him on that right now. He would be so scared. Uh, plus, it's got the most quotable, I think, of Animal Kingdom, right? Uh, the iguanodon. When? And uh, that intro video with the puppet where he's like, you know, you know what I'm talking about? The end? You're not going to make it. They're not yeah. going to make it. They it's made like, it. Uh, that's my one of my favorite rides to quote all the time, the Iguanodon. Uh, mm-hmm. And at the end, the Iguanodon's holding up the log so you don't get crushed. Um, uh, what a hero. Not all heroes wear capes. No. Some wear <laughs> weird dinosaur faces. Uh, I don't even remember anything about that movie except it was weird CGI. Uh, Underrated. No, I think it was rated actually pretty, <laughs> pretty uh, exactly. Uh, but anyways, um, so 
dinosaur. Great red. Dinosaur, Great red. Yeah. And I love Indiana Jones. I, you know, what I what I do realize about doing this specific exercise is that I almost love every ride at Disney. Like it's so hard because I don't want to like because I think about well, I wonder if I picked Everest as my favorite. Everest is like one of the best roller coasters I think you could go on. I love Everest. Uh, and then you think about like Flight of Passage. Well, that's just you know crazy. Um, and then you think about like the Safari, and it's like so. I'm like when I start to actually have to narrow it down, I'm like I could really pick any of these. Maybe not Navi or Return. You know, Flight of Passage, I actually don't care for. Hmm, why not? Oh, just. No, it it like pressed the the ride vehicle like pressed weirdly up oh, against your back. Oh my right? gosh. Well, first That's off, not the one to get stuck in either. I think it <laughs> thought that I was like a lot, like, I don't know. Smaller? I don't know. Because it went like and crushed, like almost crushed you. <laughs> I mean, no, it got it right, like for my size. It's just it was uncomfortable to me. Yeah. Like I wanted more space. I will say I heard so much stuff about it. And we haven't, I mean, we just went on it last year for the first time. We heard so much stuff about it and the hype is so big. That like it was underwhelming to me. It was an amazing ride, but it was also like also me, you broke out in hives afterwards. That was weird. My arms got like <laughs> legitimately weird. his his arms just broke out in hives after we left. Ew. It. Uh, yeah. But um, but like it was it was a really great. I think it's really awesome. And I think it's really great. But like it felt like Soren, but I was sitting on a motorcycle or something. Um. Like I, I mean, that's basically what it is. Yeah, I wasn't as impressed. And I don't really care for Soren. you know, our friend Lou Mangello, like was telling me he cried the first time he got off of it and all this stuff. So I'm thinking, like, this is going to be life-changing. And the difference between when I went on Rise of the Resistance and Flight of Passage is, like, almost like they're not even the same league. Uh, so although I love Flight of Passage, I don't think it's worth the wait. And nor do I think it's, like, groundbreaking to me. Um, but yeah. I do love it. Navi River Journey, to me, I've had a hard time in- enjoying. Because uh, it's, like, a weird small world with screens um there's nothing to it no i mean yeah, there's just no the thrill. animatronic at the end is amazing yeah. yeah but it's just that one thing i think that goes i like it i think that goes to the um, larger pro- problem of like avatar not being that memorable of a movie because it's like you went to pandora but it's like big whoop you know like the floating mountains and flight of passage is pretty cool but like why do i care about like weird frogs hopping up and down you know i mean it's true that i i also don't like Avatar is a movie, but I, for some reason, I love both of those rides a lot. Um, I actually do like the River Journey better. I've never, I've never cared. Like for me, the first time I went on Navi River Journey, I just like for some reason I just never cared for it. The animatronic is really cool. I have a hard time liking rides where I'm like sitting in one spot, strapped in, and there's just a huge screen in front of me. Yeah, I have a hard time with those kind of rides. All right, well, final park until Dark Kingdom opens. Abe, uh, what is your uh, favorite at Hollywood Studios? Loaded question, Ryan. <laughs> well, it's not uh, Rise of the Resistance right now, but that's because I had a terrible experience. But, um, it wasn't terrible. It was, it was terrible. Uh, okay. It's terrible because you haven't been I on it, right? can't remember that being that angry in a long time. I was furious. And I'm not... Furious, I, it's it's weird because it's not. I mean, I understand the why it is what it is. It's just the communication sometimes that Disney gives you while you're in the park is frustrating. Yeah, like for certain so, things. So to be clear, it's not like you were on it and it broke down. You've never been on the road. No, right. I, I didn't write it because it broke down through the day. Like we kept getting our hopes up because we were not supposed to get on the ride, but then the day it just kept getting to a higher and higher number 
And then we're like, okay, we're going to do it. And it was extra magic hours. We had four hours to, to, to ride this ride. And we were 10 spots away from our, 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 our uh, calling group. And then they told us that they're not, they, after two hours before the park closes, they don't accept any more people and they don't. Two hours before the park closes, they stop boarding. Yeah, they stop boarding and they don't accept magic hours. We yeah. were there on extra magic hours because Abe's brother was staying in the hotels. And we told him that and they were like, well, it doesn't matter. We're still not doing any th- further yeah. boarding, which means that they don't run the ride during extra magic hours. So if you're staying yeah. at a hotel, it doesn't matter. Which, again, I kind of understand. I mean, I get it. Like, it's such a, a massive amount of people wanting to get on that ride. And, pe- you know, it's like there's this whole thing of what's fair. And if you bend the rules for anybody, it just makes it like this is a standard. You can't do it. It was the communication. That was never communicated to us. It, and honestly, nothing was ever communicated to us. Uh, like all I got was this a little alert on my my phone, and I went to tap it, and it went away. It just and the, and then I couldn't find any more information on it on the whole app. So Rise of the Resistance is not your favorite. Yeah. Okay. That being <laughs> all that said, to say. <laughs> I know it's going to be amazing, and I know it's worth it. Blah 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 blah. But right now, I've I've hard feelings towards it. That being said, uh, Midway Mania. Is my favorite uh, Hollywood, Studios. Hollywood Studios even more than Toy Story. Uh, huh. Smuggler's Run? Just because Smuggler's Run, I feel like it can be a lot of fun, but I don't think it's consistently a lot of fun. Because um, I've ridden it four times now, uh, two out of those four times were really fun, and then the other two were not quite as fun. That's that's it's too inconsistent because uh, you could be with a with a bunch of friends and it's the best thing ever, or you could be a single rider. With a bunch with a family that doesn't speak English, and they don't know what's going on, and it's boring. Yeah, single rider on that ride doesn't make sense to me. No, uh, and, and like I said, depending on who you're with, you could be a good time or a terrible time, and that's that's a weird. Yeah. That's the one problem with that attraction is like you can wait for a long time, or you can get on. It could be your one time going in in ten years that you go to Disney, and it could be the worst experience ever. Um, yeah. So it's a little bit risky. Um, yeah, it's definitely worth going to. Yeah. Oh, it's super fun. Just make sure you go with your group. Yeah. I'd say try to have at least two or more people with you. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think the Rise of the Resistance thing is something that we could talk about uh, probably for a whole show. Um, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> I want to. I mean, I'm going to ride it. I know. I know. I am. And it's. I honestly. I. I think Disney has got the right idea, but I just. I'm just frustrated right now. I'm still kind of feeling that frustration. Anyway, uh, Midway Mania is just a lot of fun. As far as those kind of games where you're. They're interactive and you're shooting. I don't think those that that ride could be topped in that category of of rides. It's it's perfect. I, I, I think it's those amazing. are I think those are fun, but I've never been that attracted to them. Right? There's Buzz Lightyear because you suck. There's Men in Black. Buzz Lightyear is different though because that's lasers. Yeah, true. And this is like a. Um... I don't like Buzz Lightyear, but I like Midway Mania. What's weird is I actually prefer the Men in Black. Uh, Buzz Lightyear one where it's more physical like set where you're shooting mm-hmm. at like physical things rather than like you know Toy Story screens yeah um, yeah and I beat you <laughs> but I uh, I don't know I guess I never really cared as much for those um, I, I, like I, I think they're fun but I don't know if I I mean when we went on vacation like 2013 was when we did Toy Story was like the last time I've done it I don't think I've been on it since. Yeah, me uh, either. So it's, yeah, been, it's I, been a good I, seven years. I make a years. point to go every single time. It's one, definitely my favorite. 
And uh, you're wrong. And Ryan, you're wrong. Wrong about what? Uh, so, uh, Whitney, what's your favorite? Um... Oh, Tower Terror. Oh, underrated. Straight up. 100%. No hesitation. Uh, yeah. Um... I love it. I love it every single time. You know what's underrated about that attraction? I think I said that already, too. <laughs> what's underrated about that attraction is not that necessarily the falling aspect of it, but uh, like I wrote it the one of the last times I was there alone, and what was crazy about it was I forgot that they basically make it to where you're like not sitting in your seat the entire time you're doing the drop thing because they go up and down so much you're like literally flying or like floating. Yeah, yeah we like, always joked like when we were writing it in high school if you made your seatbelt really loose. You know, you basically were, you could go as high as you wanted. Yeah. Because I, I remember it being a drop route. Like, it's not like Dr. Doom's free fall at Universal or anything, like, or the typical carnival dropping ride. The way mm-hmm. that they design it is that it goes up and down so much that you never actually get back in your seat until it's almost over. So, like, you literally are flying because yeah. you're, like, just floating in the air. Uh, and I forgot that it did that. I, I knew it yeah. dropped, but I forgot that they designed it to where. Um, a, you don't know what's going to be a big or a small drop, and then uh, two, uh, you're kind of like floating there, which is a. Uh, I also love the queue line. Like I just, I like walking through the grounds of the Hollywood Tower Hotel and going in the nasty, dusty, cobwebby lobby. Maintenance, and... no maintenance. It's like you're ma- you're in a maintenance shaft. Not in the beginning. You go through the lobby uh, of the hotel. Uh, yeah, but then you're. But in then a... you do. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's great. The maintenance shaft idea is fun. <laughs> But it is kind of a funny aspect to it. Well, um, let's go. Kate, what's your favorite Hollywood Studios? I feel like I can't answer this because I've only ever ridden like uh, three rides in Hollywood Studios. I've never done the Tower of Terror. I've never done like the Indiana Jones thing. I don't know. Uh, There's so many things I haven't done. Yeah. Now that I think about it, that's a really good stunt show. I think that um, I think that Hollywood Studios for a long time there just felt like there wasn't a lot to do. Um, it was because when 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 we first got passes, uh, what was this? Two thousand thirteen. In two thousand thirteen, it was the first year that we got passes. I think it was twelve or thirteen. 13. 13. And at that point, I hadn't really been to Disney other than Epcot, at least that I could remember. Um, I mean, I, I know I've been and I have like these faint memories of, of Disney, but nothing clear and concise. But at that time, uh, uh, Star Wars Weekends was happening at Disney. In fact, I got Whitney the tickets to Disney as our uh, birthday, birthday as a birthday present, but I gave it to her two months early because I told her I wanted to go to Star Wars Weekends. <laughs> and Star Wars Weekends is the biggest mistake that Disney ever made taking that away. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like now that they have a whole Star Wars theme park, but like mm-hmm. still, like it was no, just I still like don't think, I yeah, still because think you brought they brought in the characters. I mean, I mean the actors and stuff like that. They should they should bring it back. That being said. And the fireworks show for that was amazing. So cool. So cool. And now they took away the whole uh, fireworks show. Didn't they take away the fireworks show at 
It's closing. It's no, no, closing. no, 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 no. The uh, stage show, like with all the characters. The stage it. show. It's it's really? anyway, whatever. <laughs> tangent. Yeah, they, they. I feel like that's what Disney did. They they they. They give took it Star and they Wars, take it away. They they took Star Wars and they made it like in your face, and then it kind of ruined the special thing of it. It's like having Christmas every day. Star Wars Weekends was great because it was something to look forward to every year. Um, anyway. I digress. Tangent. That being said, we went to Hollywood Studios a lot, and then we got and it got got kind of sick of it because it was just like, okay, there's not a lot here. I mean, great uh, Tower of Terror and uh, Rock and Roller Coaster are amazing, but they're they're hard to get on because those were the two big rides, so they were always packed. Mm-hmm. So I will say, and I said this on our first favorites episode that MGM Studios was my favorite park back when it oh. was when we went in the late 90s. I think we went in 98 or something like that, I think. And so mm-hmm. it, the park was only less than 10 years old. Uh, and I loved that park. Uh, so when it changed and slowly was in that weird transition period, uh, you know, it wasn't great to me. Because my favorite used to be the studio tour, the tram tour. Yeah. Yes, the studio uh, tour was great. Back in the, they had Ninja Turtles. That's what I remember. Very, very and Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, so I will say it's changed now, and it's almost fully done to what I guess what it is now. Uh, I'll say my favorite is probably it has to be Rise of the Resistance. It's the greatest theme park uh, ride you'll ever go on. Uh, it's is like, that true? I wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. It is. Trust me. When we finally do get to go on this thing. Um, we're gonna cry uh, if we get stuck for an hour. I was stuck within it for an hour. <sighs> I meant tears of happiness. Uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, but I went. I went. No, again, I went during the media preview, uh, where I went eight times in one day, which will probably never be done again. Uh, yeah. So, and you know, I experienced it the way they want you to experience it, right? It wasn't with a bunch of guests, um, stuff like that, but. Still, even if I think I, even if I waited for like four hours, I still think it would be the same effect. Um, so I say risers because rise resistance is like the best ride that I think you can go on. Um, well, I'm going to try again. So we'll figure it out. We, we get I'm going to try again. I'm willing. I mean, if if you told me tomorrow, let's wake up early and go try it again, I'd say okay, let's do it. <laughs> well, I but I, I get this frustrated. All right. Well, that's. I think we've been, we've gone close to an hour and a half, so I think that's good enough. We can yeah. save this for the next time uh, we discuss. Uh, I will say, let's well, let's just one word answer, no explanation. Somebody comes into town. Let's let's put Epcot pre, you know, basically a two way funnel. Yeah. Um, so let's say Epcot before they like so Epcot two years ago. Um, Let's look like with that caveat, but every other park as it is today, somebody's coming in town. They never been to Disney. You get to pick one park one day. No, this is too hard you because no, no, no. no this but is what type point. of person is coming to visit? Doesn't matter. You, what would you want them to see as Disney? Ugh, no, that's too hard. It uh, depends Abe, on who it is. Abe, you get to take. It doesn't matter. It's a mystery person. They they don't know. They just want to go. No, they, there are a lot they're of not, questions. No, no, no. Have they okay, been let's, to Disney? let's no. <laughs> they've never been to Disney, and they don't have any sort yeah, if of. They've never been to Disney. You got to take the Magic Kingdom. Well, hold on. I mean, they they don't have. Keep in mind, they don't have limitations, right? So it's not somebody that gets motion sickness. Not somebody that doesn't yeah, like roller like, coasters. It's not. They like everything. They like everything. They they don't, they don't care. They they're Again, good. They're cool no with roller coasters. You've got to take in the Magic Kingdom. I mean, 
that's got to be where you take them. If they have never been to Disney and you're taking them to Disney, you got to take them to Magic Kingdom. I mean, yeah, I agree with that. Me too. So all three of you. But like, if if you're talking about like someone like my dad, like absolutely not Magic Kingdom. I, I took him to Epcot. I will say, take them to Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, (laughs) because um, of Galaxy's Edge, because that's literally taking them to another world, and that's assuming that you can ride everything too. Uh, I think taking but with Magic Kingdom, I mean that's what's the beauty of Magic Kingdom. I mean, granted, it's it's all based on nostalgia. But it's it's the nostalgia of you're in a different world. Yeah. yeah. Also, my I mean, answer will change thing. to Dark Kingdom when that becomes right. <laughs> so there you go. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, so I think I had just hadn't, I hadn't used that button yet. Um. Anyways, I mean, I agree that it, you see that's where it's a loaded question. It is too if it, loaded. If it was like a huge Star Wars fan, I mean, of course, without you only a have doubt. One word, but you only have one word to answer. Magic Kingdom. Okay. Oh, well. What's coming up in the future? Oh, yeah. I guess we could talk about that. Um, Stop pressing buttons. Sorry. I, I, I just love listening to the land <laughs> that we all love. Um, okay. Um, so what we have in the future is uh, Living with the Land, a whole documentary series <laughs> on... Narrated by John Denver. <laughs> I, I wonder if that's him. No, I looked it up. It's not. But uh, other people said, are you sure it's not him? And they were like, no. <laughs> okay, okay. But you know the old Epcot song? I always said, that's Celine Dion. And people were like, no, no, but just sounds like her. So Disney definitely gets voice alike. Yeah, they do. Mm. The person who wrote this, was their last name was like... John Dallas. No, something <laughs> something like Malin Mil- Mil- or something weird. Right. Oh, my God. Take it away. Ryan, take that away. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's talk about a little bit what's coming up in the future. Uh, starting uh, next week... Uh, we actually have the After Hours DVC event, correct? Abe, Whitney, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, it's at Magic Kingdom, and we'll go in uh, during park hours, but then it'll close down for about three or four hours, and we'll have access to rides and characters that aren't normally out. And I think we'll probably try to live Instagram that on Tuesday, too, and that kind of thing. Yeah. So stay tuned if you're following us on Instagram. And let's hope that it's a freezing frigid cold night yeah also it hopefully out, it won't be the one under 32 degrees Fahrenheit night of no, Florida. no hopefully it will because we did that at animal kingdom and um, nobody was there yeah, i mean you walked through sections of animal kingdom and you swore it would be closed yeah. um and that's what i'm hoping for but i don't think we'll get that lucky. we're not gonna get that lucky anyways that's next what tuesday. day tuesday the March low 3rd. the low for next tuesday is 58 Ooh, that'll be nice. That's, that's that's actually really nice. So it might be that's like unfortunate. That, that's a really nice night. Well, the whole point of this is it's limited like capacity, so we're supposed to be able to get on stuff and see characters and all that kind. We're of gonna thing. be YouTubing. We're gonna be taking videos for YouTube, and we're gonna uh, bring and record. We're gonna we're gonna record from Magic Kingdom. So that's that's the plan for next week. Uh, and so you guys went to the Animal Kingdom one, um, and so that was uh, a lot of fun. Um, so we're yeah. gonna we're gonna give it a shot uh, for Magic Kingdom next week and see how that goes. Uh, and then, uh, really in March, uh, we might um, you know go to the parks and see what's going on. But um, we might have another discussion episode. It just depends because then in April it's actually gonna be a big explosion of stuff because in one weekend 
we're going to be or one week. It's actually we're doing it on um, Monday and Tuesday, but um, we'll, and Wednesday we'll be doing Fort Wilderness. Uh, we check out on Wednesday. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. Uh, Fort Wilderness. Uh, so we're going to be having a campsite. So we're doing recordings, Instagram, YouTube from golf there. Carding. Uh, golf yes. cart. Uh, we're I got to be honest. I am so excited. I am yeah. so so excited. Um, we did this last year, and it was too hot. It was so hot. But, we went in May, but it was so much fun. Yeah, it was so much fun. Camping, everything. I mean, the whole weekend. But was, I mean, we um, camped. Yeah, we camped. Went on a boat. Um, one of my favorite things was sitting on that porch at a rocking chair, just watching the lake. That actually and was it, fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I, I'm really excited about it, you guys. So we got uh, that coming up. We're going to rent a boat. We're going to get a golf cart. We're going to uh, take some video and all that kind of stuff. But then one of the days we're there, we're going to be having a park day where we're going to start the day, I think. We should start today, I think, in Hollywood Studios early to see what kind of, if we could get an early boarding group. Um, <laughs> if we can't, then I think we should then head on to, either way, no matter what, we're going to be, it's going to be one of those days where you start when parks open and, and pretty much go out till parks when park ends i'm excited about it either way it'll be fun we should have extra magic hours somewhere and then i think uh and so i think we're gonna do that's when we're gonna celebrate earth day at animal kingdom there's gonna be special uh things happening there and then we're gonna go to the flower and garden and do our normal festival review and then uh like i said we'll also be doing um some other stuff um throughout that that three-day period um so that is coming up for march and then april and then in May will be our last chance before our passes, uh, Kate and I's passes black out at the end of May. So we will be, um, you know, doing some final stuff in the park because we won't be able to go back till August. So um, then the summer, I think we, that's when we're going to start to explore things like springs and resorts and stuff that we can't do. Uh, you know, oh, we that's can't, fun. We can't get into the park. So the summer will be full of that. And then uh, obviously the, the last big thing to culminate before we get to the fall and the winter is we are actually going to Star Wars Celebration and Disneyland and DCA in August. So um, all that stuff is coming. So it's going to be a big, fun year. So hopefully you guys will follow us on on all the social. Like I said, the best thing to do is go to MagicalMousePodcast.com. From there, you can find links to YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything that we have. The best place to go is just go to our website and check it out. So uh, the be- what's cool is you can follow along the stuff as it's happening on social media. So... Uh, make sure you're following us in all the places and we want to hear from you so make sure you get emails in and uh, we want to do fun stuff like that but uh, I think that will conclude the discussion for this week on Main Street uh, just we don't we don't get to do a lot of episodes like this because we're always going out and experiencing things at the parks and sometimes it's fun just to sit back and cut up and shoot the breeze um, about the parks so uh, we uh, love each and every one of you and we'll see you again uh, from the After Hours DVC event uh, at Magic Kingdom next week. Tweet us questions and stuff. Yep, let's let's hear from you in between shows. Thank you guys uh, for listening. This that was this week on Main Street, and now I'm playing Listen to the Land, but you guys can't hear it. <laughs> this is such a great song. That'll do it for the Magical Mouse Episode 5. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on the fifth park. Is it time? Email us, magicalmousepod at gmail.com, or 
Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and give us your feedback. We'd love to talk about it on next week's show. Thank you so much for giving us a chance. I know there's a lot of Disney podcasts coming out, uh, but stay tuned for a lot of cool stuff in the next couple of episodes as we are going to the DVC Midnight Event at Magic Kingdom next week, and we'll be doing our episode from the Magic Kingdom. And then in April, we have Earth Day, Camping, and the Flower and Garden Festival, which we are very excited about. So please stay tuned to our Instagram, our YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and our website, MagicalMousePodcast.com, as we will have a multi, multi-platform experience every time we go out. And of course, the coolest thing to do is always the podcast twice a month here on The Magical Mouse. But we hope that you enjoyed sharing the magic with us. We hope we can bring you a little bit of Disney magic to your home every single time you put your earbuds in and listen to our show. We would love to build a community, so make sure you follow us on social media. And we'll see you next week from the Magic Kingdom at the DVC After Hours event. Thanks for listening, and as always, let's share the magic. <laughs>